Good morning and welcome to the Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, House Democrats now say they'll win seats in November. Number two, Elise Stefanik makes her leadership move. And number three, primary night takeaways. Let's get into it. The top story of the day. Yes, inflation spiking. Yes, the stock market was down more than 1,200 points Tuesday. Yes, Joe Biden's approval rating is in the low 40s. 30 House Democrats have retired. The weight of history is firmly against House Democrats. But House Democratic leadership has returned to Washington this week with a new line. Not only will they win the House, but they're going to pick up seats. Seriously, that's what they are telling us. We caught up yesterday, Tuesday, with Speaker Nancy Pelosi, House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, and House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn, who all separately made this prediction. This was some strong optimism from House Democrats who insist that they will win. That means pick up seats against all odds in November. So we spoke to Pelosi uh, twice on Tuesday, once when she was, I did. I don't know why I said we, because it was me. <laughs> when she entered her office on Tuesday and she said yes, indeed, when I asked her if Democrats would pick up seats. And this is because she was saying it on the campaign trail. In a follow-up conversation, she said she was in 12 cities in 12 days and Democrats are ready. Uh, and she says that she believes they were going to she believed they were going to win seats since uh, January 6th and even November before that. And Pelosi said she has not heard anyone say that, that this year is like 2010 when House Democrats lost 63 seats and lost the House majority. So this was echoed across the leadership. You know, uh, Hoyer said that in 2010, it didn't look good by this time. And he thinks it does look good this time. Uh, Sean Patrick Maloney said simply, I would never contradict the speaker. So he was not getting crosswise with Nancy Pelosi. Now, listen, it is there's no doubt uh, in anyone's mind that the political environment has gotten better for House Democrats. It's just undeniable. Um, now, Dem as we noted yesterday in the tally in our special edition of the tally, which all subscribers of Punchball News got yesterday morning around 1030. There's a disagreement between Republicans and Democrats. They they both concede the environment has gotten better. But Democrats say it's a permanent improvement and it's going to lead them to limit their losses or pick up seats in in November. Now, Republicans suggest that this is a, a temporary bump and everything's going to kind of clap back or snap back, probably better to say, to uh, the median, which is Republicans will win the majority in the House and it'll be tight in the Senate. You know, we're not taking a position here. Uh, we just thought that it was important to get you inside the minds of the House Democratic leadership as they returned to Washington. Now, I, I just want to add one thing here now that I think of it. I mean, these the three top leaders, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Steny Hoyer and Jim Clyburn, have been a top has been in the leadership and been controlling the House Democratic caucus for years, uh, more than a decade. So part of this might be if I'm putting the leadership on a couch and, and doing a therapy session, they they have no choice but to be optimistic and to say, you know, that this is that they are in great shape and everything's terrific and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, you know, Pelosi was, again, saying this in the trail. So we thought we would get her on this when she returned to Washington yesterday. Number two story of the day, Elise Stefanik makes her move in GOP leadership. Stefanik, the number current number three House Republican is now running for House Republican Conference Chair next Congress. That is the number four position in the 
in a majority if House Republicans win the majority. If they're in the minority, it's number three. Now, Stefanik, we scooped this yesterday. Stefanik had been considering leaving leadership and going to the to the Education and Workforce Committee. Uh, but now she is running for leadership, not running for whip, running for conference chair, the position she currently holds. She's the only announced candidate at the moment. Byron Donalds is mulling a run as well. Mr. Donalds is a freshman congressman from Florida. Uh, Stefanik has now locked up the entire House Republican leadership. She's got the support of Kevin McCarthy, Tom Emmer, Steve Scalise, and a bunch of ranking members and other folks in the leadership. We don't expect this to be much of a race. Uh, Stefanik has locked up two-thirds of the House Republican conference already. This is news uh, that we're breaking this morning in the newsletter. Uh, A source involved in her whip operation has told us she's also gotten most of the ranking members, uh, the top committee Republicans, to endorse her as well. Now, she has a huge institutional advantage. Incumbents always have an advantage, especially when they're running for the same position. Now, Stefanik has has um, quite frankly been she's been well received in this role and she has uh, boosted a ton of House Republican women who have both candidates and members who have um, been in the mix in the last couple of, of months and years. She just, by the way, got a big win last night when Caroline Levitt in New Hampshire beat Matt Mowers in a Republican primary to f- uh, run against Democrat Chris Pappas. Uh, I. I, you know, she'll be the only woman in leadership, most likely. So this is something that the leader, the House Republicans really want to um, avoid having an all white, all male uh, leadership team. Now, of course, uh, Byron Donalds is black, so that would, you know, obviate the the concern about not ha- having all white men in leadership. But Stefanik, she just has huge institutional advantages. Now, this does give uh, a little bit more defined shape to the Republican majority should uh, Republicans take the majority, which again is not a sure thing. McCarthy will be the the favorite for speaker. That's Kevin McCarthy will be the favorite for speaker. Steve Scalise will likely run opposed for majority leader. Now the big contest is for whip between Drew Ferguson, Jim Banks, and Tom Emmer. We give Emmer a bit of an edge in this race uh, for a ton of reasons that we've talked about. If you win the majority in your NRCC chair, you're probably going to have pretty good vibes if you uh, with the with the membership if you run for another position. Uh, also important to note, Stefanik is a huge Trump, uh, ally. The president has, the former president has held fundraisers for her. One of the only people he's held multiple fundraisers, fundraisers for over the last couple months. And she has been a steadfast ally of the president, which matters in Republican leadership circles might not matter anywhere else, but it matters in Republican, uh, in the house Republican conference. Also of note, house Republicans have pushed back the rollout of their agenda, the commitment to America to September 23rd. It was originally September 19th, but they have pushed that back due to Queen Elizabeth's funeral. Number three story of the day, takeaways from Tuesday's primary. Uh, Big primaries in New Hampshire and in Rhode Island last night. Run through them really quickly. Don Duke will face vulnerable Senator Maggie Hassan in uh, that race in New Hampshire for the Senate. Now, Hassan is going to be favored now because uh, there are a lot of Republicans and Democrats who don't think that Mr. Bolduke, a a former Army general, could beat Hassan. Chuck Morse was the preferred candidate of the establishment, but they did very little to to boost him, quite frankly. As as I just mentioned before, Caroline Levitt, former communications director for Stefanik, who Stefanik again endorsed, beat Matt Mowers. Mowers had the backing of House Republican uh, leader Kevin McCarthy, the Congressional Leadership Fund, a whole host of people. Levitt is only 
25, uh, would be the youngest woman ever elected to Congress should she be elected. Seth Magaziner will face off against Alan Fung in a competitive House seat in Rhode Island. That is the seat that is being uh, left open by the retirement of Jim Langevin, a longtime Democrat from Rhode Island. Going to be a competitive race, uh, and uh, Fung is a favorite, quite frankly, of House Republican leaders and of the uh, NRCC. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.